Welcome to Tiger Talk, the podcast for Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut, where we talk about everything Mercy, including students, faculty and staff, alumni, and leaders in our community. Learn more about Mercy High School at our website, mercyhigh.com. everyone, and welcome to our latest edition of Tiger Talk, which is our podcast series about Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut. And my name is Alyssa Dijon. I'm the president of Mercy High School, and I'm really excited today to be joined by Coach Marcus Harley and Kyla Luhambio, one of our captains of Mercy's soccer team this past season. So hello, Mr. Harley. Hello, Kyla. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi. It's so great to have you here. I'm so glad that we're here and we're able to talk about this great season uh, that you had. So for the regular season, your record was 9-1. and one, And then in the Southern Connecticut Conference or the SCC Tournament, you were 2-0. and oh, So your overall record was 11-1, and one, which is fantastic. And uh, being the SCC Division A champs, is really something really special, especially this past year when we had to kind of deal with everything related to the pandemic. So I thought we could we could start at the beginning of the season. Probably the season didn't seem to start off like normal seasons, right, Kyla? So what happened first in terms of I know that the season got pushed off a little bit and things like that. So so how'd the season begin for you? Obviously with COVID and the new restrictions, we had to be divided up in cohorts. Mm-hmm. So we had like about four or five groups of about 10-ish girls practicing together. And it was to make sure that um we were all like following the protocols and being safe. And it was a little different in past years because we would have like tryouts um for two days and then you'd be divided into your teams. But this was more like a two-week tryouts um kind of thing. But it was also very nice because it allowed us to get close to each other during these times in our like smaller groups. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a good thing. Really nice. So yeah, Coach Harley, how did how did the beginning of that season work out for you? Um, like I said, we I had to divide the girls up into cohorts, and the cohorts had to be ten or less. So we had four cohorts of ten or less. It was three weeks. We started at September first, and um, it was non-contact drill all the way through September twenty-first where the first day we were able to do contact drill. So typically in the past, we'd have our tryouts two days or three days and then make our team. And the tryouts would normally be, you know, contact drills, 1v1, 2v2, and scrimmages and stuff like that. But this year with the COVID restriction, like I said, there was no contact. So we had to practice within our cohorts for the the three weeks um, without having any going against each other or anything like that. But it's it it worked out well because splitting up the cohorts, putting the girls into these groups. We didn't have any like have the girls make group. They go seniors going together, juniors going together. This way they were all divided up. So by the time we were finished with that part of the season and we were then all the younger girls knew the older girls and stuff like that. So it kind of made them closer and aware of each other. They weren't freshmen weren't afraid of seniors like in the past. 
Well, yeah, that just seemed like kind of a, a nice thing that may not have happened <laughs> without COVID. So that's kind of a, a nice silver lining. What would you say, Kyla, was the mood of the team at the beginning of the season? So now, you know, you've had all these like non-contract drills for a while. So what's happening now is you realize that you are going to be able to play some games. We're all just super excited to be able to play soccer. I mean, that's why we're doing it. We love playing the sport. We love playing with each other. Mm-hmm. And it was also very um, kind of gratifying to be able to play during this pandemic we were very thankful and also we had to like keep ourselves in check as well making sure we were like following the rules on and off the field Mm -hmm. because it wasn't just like ourselves like it was going to also affect our teammates we really wanted to encourage each other to work hard at practice and just enjoy the moments that we're able to have together that's great so so you start getting to to play some games and you're starting off really strong. We've got several wins coming. So when did you realize that you had the potential for a really special season? Were you thinking about it at all at the beginning of the season or did it not hit you till later on? So actually, I think it was kind of during our summer practices. Uh, I thought, you know, we lost a lot of seniors um, our last year. And so we were a little nervous. I mean, our whole defensive line was pretty much new except for one or two players. But um, we played well together and we worked as a team. And then obviously it showed during our season, we kept up with that hustle and that grind and just kept working together to better ourselves and to connect better. You know, I, it was it was hard work um, and we all had to adapt to these new positions and playing together, especially with a very heavy underclassman-based team. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Coach Harley, what, what do you think about that? Just do you think that you were going to have this really, really amazing season kind of going into it? To be honest with you, no. Coming into the coming half last season, like I said, um, we pretty much lost all our starters except for three girls that were starters. Okay. Um, we only had three seniors. Typically um, on a team that usually do well in the season, they are senior and junior heavy. We only had um, three starting seniors and I think two starting juniors. So uh, we had a lot of young kids. But um, this was in my eyes and, and my other my assistant coaches, we were rebuilding. We were going to try to rebuild the team for the next couple of years with the help of these seniors. They were going to try to lead the way and put the girls because of a few of the girls were going into new positions. Like she said, we had to build a new defense. A couple of the girls were playing defense, never played the defense before. So we knew that going in. We had a solid goalie. We had Kai that worked super hard and Katie Manor, the other captain. She's also a hard worker on the field. So we, with if those two girls would work the same as they did in the past three years that they were on varsity because they both were on varsity from freshman year. So we know that they would leave a good um, imprint for the younger girls to go. But it wasn't until the first game. When we played that first game, the first game of the season, and we beat Cheshire 3-1. to one, um, that's when I realized that, hey, we're going to be all right. Because again, like I said, the defense was good. Cheshire had a great offense and they just couldn't beat us. And the girls just kept working all the way to the end. So I knew that if that's the first game and we're supposed to get better as we go along, we're going to be just fine. So uh, yeah, Kyla, do you have any like special moments from the regular season? So anything that kind of stands out for you or a particular game? Um, I want to say it was um, the Daniel Hand game. Um, we really started off strong that game. And I think that was kind of more of a tipping point of when we started to score more goals as well. We had been kind of lacking on that front, but then 
we, I don't know, something clicked and we scored, I think, like two or three goals, like right off the back in the beginning. And then we just kept up that momentum. And we always went back to how aggressive we were during then and how we wanted to emulate that through the rest of our games. My special moment or the moment of the season for me was the the Sacred Heart game. I think we were 6-0 and and we wanted to be 7-0. and And I don't think we've ever started a season better than 7-0. and and mm-hmm. we were six and a going at we were playing at Sacred Heart and we played a crappy first half and it was zero zero. Um and I was so upset. <laughs> <laughs> My halftime speech, I think, was like 30 seconds, and I just told them that, hey, listen, if they're better than Sacred Heart, they should just go out there and do it right now. I have nothing more to say. They just need to pick it up. And you know, I've been telling Kai, because this has been a big thing through the season for Kai and I, I've been telling Kai that we were gonna do well if she concentrated on just helping the younger girls giving assists and don't worry so much about going to score goals. Let the other girls figure that out. Just help them. And that game, I think she scored, she scored four goals actually, but there was one play of the game where we had a free kick and she wanted to take the free kick. And it's a thing that if the goal is not in the goal or set up properly, we will have Kai take the free kick and take it right away. But she, the goalie was already set. So I had to scream out on the field and tell Kai that, Hey, I don't want you taking the free kick, just go in the box. And I had Katie Manor take the free kick and Katie took the free kick, hit the crossbar, came back out and Kai was there because that's what she's been since freshman year. She was there and she scored that goal. Just, you know, backing up the fact that, hey, Kai, that's where I want you. That's where you were most valuable to the team, you know, not trying to score all the goals, but just look for it. And over the four years, Kai and another player of mine that just graduated last year, those are the girls that would always be there for that dirty goal or the ugly goal. They're just Mm -hmm. always there. And that's why I wanted her in there. But that was my special moment. She demonstrated as a senior, as a captain, and she scored four goals. To, for us to win that game 42. I can remember that uh, that picture. There's a picture of the girls on the bus going to Sacred Heart and you're all masked up and you're waving and, and you look, looked really excited. And then I remember seeing uh, the Twitter feed, one goal, two goals, three goals, and four goals. And they were all Kyla. And I <laughs> said, wow, this is, it was really amazing. And that that definitely is. So for me, as someone kind of watching it from the sidelines, that was pretty exciting to hear all that, too. No, it was actually that game. I those um the first three goals, I think I scored in um two minutes and a half, which is kind of insane now that I think yes. about it. I mean, we just start we like really picked it up in the second half because we realized we weren't playing our best and we knew we could do better. And I think we showed that we did better. Yeah. Definitely. So I wanted to to also talk about, I had one more question for, for uh, Coach Harley, because when you're not coaching, you're teaching math. And so I was wondering if there's any sort of connection there. Does how you teach math help you coach soccer? Um, I try to separate the two of them. Okay. I leave teaching math in the classroom. And when I'm in the classroom, I leave soccer out on the soccer field. Interesting. Like, I didn't know if there was anything with angles or something. Uh, no, yes. Kyla will tell you over the four years, there's lots of times that I've, we, I use math terms out there all the time. <laughs> triangles, isosceles triangles, all that kind of stuff to them. And I kind of just fooling around with them, trying to challenge them to see if they remember their terms and stuff like that, <laughs> especially for geometry. And stuff like that. So yes, we do use angles and that kind of stuff. That's fantastic. Kyla, do you have any favorite like sayings of Coach Harley? 
Actually, when um, I think it was maybe my sophomore year, this one thing that I learned, I think it was like mega busts for salad. And it, it just means like you make four people. And we would just joke about that like throughout the rest of the years. Just like I get a salad. I think that's like Meg, right? Yes. So, yeah, we practice all these dr- foot skills and skills on the ball, but not very, uh, very few of the girls will try to use them in the game, you know, the fancy okay. stuff. So, you know, I like to, when I jump in the game, try to pump them up and stuff like that. I try to um, play the way I play, which, you know, I like to always go for the Meg. In America, they call it Meg, but where I'm from originally, which is Jamaica, we call it a salad. And a salad is to put the ball between um, someone's legs. So I, I would say, I'd come on, I think, she, I guess, like she said, she's a sophomore then. I'd say, hey, mega bus, mega, mega, mega bus for salad today, which is Jamaican for I'm going to Meg four people today. Right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you're into this regular season now. You're nine and one. And so now you're off to the, the SEC tournament which was a little bit different this year. Again, it was all, there were different divisions and things like that. I know we were in Division A. So how was it? We had to play two uh, games, right? In the SEC Championship Tournament? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so, okay, great. So what teams did did we play? We played Sacred Art and Cheshire. And Cheshire. Um, we, we didn't play, it was actually three games for the other teams because our division had seven teams. Okay. So the, the number one team in the division didn't have a first game. And the other teams played, and then we played the semifinals and then the final. So there was a quarterfinal before. Okay. So so what's a favorite moment from the tournament? Um, for me, I think it would be um, scoring the goal <laughs> in the championship. <laughs> that? Um, that was definitely um, really awesome. It was really fantastic because um, my sophomore year, we got close. We lost um, in PKs in the finals. And so I was just really happy to be able to score that goal for my team Mm -hmm. um, to say that we finally got it we did it and that our hard work paid off and I almost scored a back heel in that goal during the first half but actually my club teammate who plays for Cheshire Mm -hmm. she stopped the goal so now she always teases me about it but then I tease her that I scored the goal that won so it's (laughs) it's a give and take absolutely I guess my I would say my moment as well would be the the goal that Kai scored to win the game at Cheshire, just mm-hmm. because of what led up to that, all of that. We had had a PK and she had missed that PK. And as Kai know, going back a few years before, she had missed some PKs with us playing there. So for her to, you know, she's the PK person. Um, mm-hmm. In the regular season, I was going to try to rotate it. But then in the playoff, it was going to be Kai. And she took that PK and missed. And, you know, the thoughts going through my head, even though I had to stay calm and stuff like that. I couldn't believe that, you know, it's happening all over again because it would be the third year in a row that this is happening, that she'd missing a PK. But they did work hard the rest of the game. And we had opportunities that could have gone in the goal that hit the post or whatever, got mm-hmm. kicked off the line and stuff like that. But for her to score the type of goal that she scored again, just like in that Sacred Art game, she was she would have been the one that was going to do it and she backed that up and put it in the goal that's fantastic and i mean the accolades for this team just kind of keep coming it's amazing and and you should all be so proud i mean just scc all division we've got melina ford kyla katie menard grace Riggler. we've got uh members who are on the new haven register all area team now we have the all state team with melina ford named to the second team and kyla again is an honorable mention and Coach Hurley getting uh, New Haven Register All-Area Coach of the Year. 
Connecticut Orthopedics Coach of the Year, and now the 2020 United Soccer Coaches uh, High School Region Coach of the Year. Congratulations. This is amazing. Just what tremendous honors to to really cap off a season that got started so strangely uh, because of the pandemic and having to kind of deal with these cohorts and, and be training in cohorts. It sounds, though, that the team really just came together and it was such a, a special season. It's it's just tremendous. Yeah, I mean, they played well all year again with those girls leading the three seniors contributing where they contributed, whether it's hard work, hustle on defense or scoring goals or making assists. It did um, come together in the end. And again, that's a testament to the, the hard work that we put in because again so to have practice from september 1st to september 21st with non-contact drills i don't yeah. know personally if i was 16 through 18 i don't know if i could have gone through that but these girls just went through that and then you know started the game and then they said that we're going to have playoffs so then we kept playing towards making the playoff sure. as much as we can so i mean i know that obviously there's just so much to talk about this this amazing soccer season uh, but I know, you know, we talked about Coach Harley also teaches math. And Kyla, I know that you have a few other interests. So I thought we could just take a moment too and, and talk about some of the other activities that you're involved with. Yeah, so I am also president of Spanish NHS and VP of Community Outreach for Math NHS. Mm-hmm. And then I also am um, the founder of Butterflies of Love, which is a kind of nonprofit that I started around uh, March last year, where we've donated face masks and uh, other proper people. PPE here around Connecticut and also in various other states. We also held a drive in unison with Mercy's Math NHS to be able to donate personal care items and toiletries to um, the migrant farm workers here in Connecticut and Massachusetts. And we were able to donate over 500 items for them, which was really amazing. That is amazing. That's wonderful. Yeah. It's just it's just amazing to think about all the other outreach and, and community service that you're performing, you know, in addition to being a student and being on the soccer team. It's really tremendous. So thanks for sharing that with us too. So I thought we could just wrap up the podcast. We've talked about so many wonderful moments um, and highlights of the season. How would you sum up the season? Can you sum it up in one word or one phrase? Uh, I guess it, I would say it was amazing and fun season. Um, it was a little unreal how it all um, played out, but um, I'm really glad that we got it and it went the way it did. Yeah, I, I guess from my perspective too, thankful just because we had a season and and I was thankful to to just kind of be watching it all unfold. It, it was it was really fun to watch. Thank you, Coach Harley and and Kyla, for joining me today on this uh, episode of Tiger Talk. We're able to talk about Mercy's wonderful soccer season that just uh, wrapped up uh, in the past uh, couple of weeks. And uh, I thank you all for listening and look forward to having you tune into our next episode. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Tiger Talk podcast. Listen to the latest episodes at mercyhigh.com or subscribe to get the latest podcasts delivered to your device either at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify.